Good evening, everybody. It is Monday, the 13th of January, 2014, and it's time for 10 Dozen Minutes of 10 Dozen Minutes with 10 Dozen Minutes and guest host 10 Dozen Minutes. I'm 10 Dozen Minutes, and 10 Dozen Minutes is coming to you from an undisclosed location. All 10 dozen of us. How's it going, Mr. Skullhead? It's going pretty great. Uh, just went to the last wedding for a while, I, I hope. Like all of your friends are married, or yeah, pretty much everybody's all hitched. This was the like the last guy to get into a relationship, and so the last guy. Although I think one other person beat him in starting the relationship, uh, but then got married six months in. So Have, this, uh, this was the was first the wedding long enough ago that the cycle of remarriages will start happening? I guess you don't really go to those weddings, huh? Uh I don't know. I'm well. You know, I went to my sister's second wedding. But I guess she's my sister. I, I don't guess she's my sister. I know that she's my sister, but I, I guess you would have to do that because it's your sister. Oh, did big sister get a divorce? Yeah, she was married to that guy from uh, the surfer guy who was oh, the a tall guy. Pilot the, fall, the, Riddle, yeah. the fall guy. The tall guy. The ball yeah. guy. And now she's married to the sexy Mexican or sexican. The, as I call the him. sexican. I thought he was uh, the sexton. I thought he was Puerto Rican. <laughs> Uh, no, he is uh, Guapapulqueño. He's a... What is that? Oh, oh. He's from, he's from Acapulco. Acapulco, and he's, he's Guapo from Acapulco. Okay, I gotcha. Not that any of that... Yeah, th- that was weak, but it was what I had. So it's Yeah, well, I mean, Suerto Rico... I mean, Suerte Rico, that doesn't work. Suerto doesn't mean anything. Suerte means luck. Suerte? Uh-huh. Oh, I thought Suerte, I thought suerte meant... Uh, oh, Fuerte. I'm thinking of Fuerte. Fuerte is strong. Yeah. So he was a lucko rican not a strong. Maybe you were thinking suave. Mm-hmm. He was suave and rico and Puerto Rico suave. Exactly. So you yeah. did a, you you got the countdown right this time, but then my my clap was a flappy crappy clap, so it barely barely registers on the thing. So it's kind, yeah, of, kind of a clap mishap. Yeah. Yeah. This is happening with my kid. He likes things that rhyme so much that I tend to, you know, like, would you like something to drink? Fink, and I'll be like, uh, I would like some ink to drink, and he'll say, "Well, what if it's pink? Would you drink pink ink?" Like, God, this kid is great. Yeah, wow, that sounds delightful. I think he's got a future in freestyling. Nice, but uh, so this the wedding was cool. It was in a um, a theater, like a, a play theater, but a theater that was a so like a little Barbie sized theater, exactly. Uh, a theater where one goes to see plays, not a, not a cinema, a theater. It, but this place, um, it got really run down, and when they came in to renovate this old movie theater that had this you know giant proscenium arch and everything, and it was just really cool looking space, but it was all kind of you know bombed out and rotted out, and a lot of the plaster work was coming off the walls, and so instead of restoring it, they kind of shored up the structure and built an additional like framework inside to hold up all the lights and shit they needed to turn it into a like a dramatic theater <clears throat> but left everything looking kind of post-apocalyptic Ooh, i like which, that yeah it made it look really cool for a like a place to have a wedding they just strung up some lights and suddenly it's just like a wedding after the disaster did the wedding party come in on, like, rusty motorcycles with, like, spiky helmets and one shoulder pad? That would have been really cool. Just, the, like, the theme for our wedding is Mad Max. Yeah. And instead of a Unity candle, we're having a Unity Thunderdome. 
You know what those guys did, though, instead of a unity candle? I don't even know what a unity candle is, a unity so candle you've got two is... stories to tell, Mr. Skullhead. Okay, well, uh, pull up a chair. A unity candle is, during the ceremony, there's a pillar candle in the middle of the room, the stage, and the two lovebirds each take a match, and they light it together at the same time. Okay. So it's like, of your two flames, one flame is born... What matter of man are you who can summon flame without flint or And then you have to leave it lit, and if it goes out, you both have to jump off a bridge, or you have to get a divorce. Yeah, it has to stay lit for the rest of your marriage, or your life, whichever happens first. So what they did instead was um, they had a whole bunch of Legos on a little table, and they, they got together and built a little red Lego heart. And I thought that was adorable. Uh, do you think they planned that out ahead of time? Uh, yeah, it was obviously... The, like, you know, the Lego stores do a giveaway every month. Or not a giveaway, but, a like, a little package of Legos for yeah. every month. And there was a February one that was a little red heart. Yeah, I see. So, yeah. I, I was, was wondering, because in the little... I did a reading for the wedding, so I had a little script. And in the script it said they play with Legos for a few minutes. It's like, I wonder what they're going to do. Like, are they going to assemble an X-Wing? You can't or do that in a few wife? minutes. I mean, yeah, you could do one of the X-Wings from the advent calendar, I guess. You know, I was going to, uh, I was, what I was trying to do was to do a little, you know, a little short skit where there's a guy who's mad at his, his now wife for screwing up her half of the Lego heart. Uh, and I was trying to think of a woman's name to be the name of the, the female character in this little bit. But the only thing that I could think of was Clarina, which is not a name. <laughs> no, but that's great. Starting out, damn it, Clarina. It's and then see I didn't even think of what the rest of what it's two two one not two one one, uh, yeah. But Clarina, I should add that to my ugly girl names word bucket. Oh yeah, did you do one of those? Yeah, for the for the confidential stuff that hasn't rolled yet. Mm, yeah, Jesus. So now you know, kids, there will be ugly girl names. Huh? What are, what are some? What are some? One of them. What are some ugly girl names? I mean, like they're. A combination of the really archaic derived from the masculine names like Bernadine and Claudette and We don't just, we know a Claudette that's not We know a Claudine. Time. Oh it's Claudine okay. Which is why I didn't use Claudine. Okay. But uh and that just kinda made up stuff like Griselda and Buttfacia and Okay. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's comedy gold. But butter dick. <laughs> butter dick, yes. Oh, <laughs> That's a different turn of phrase than I've heard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, any, anyway. <laughs> it's fu- you know, it's funny in context. Uh, so, yeah, that's a Unity Candle, and they did a Lego. Uh, they did a Lego thing. So, okay, I get it. It's, um, you could tell that the group of has aged in the, like, four years that there have been weddings. I mean, I guess, like... Our wedding was 2006, and there have been a wedding. There's been a wedding or two a year after that. I think last year or two years ago there were four in one summer, which was kind of ridiculous. But you can, it's gone from like, all right, it's midnight, let's keep partying. Oh man, we have to leave. They're closing the venue down. Totally lame. All right, well let's go home and like watch TV and have sex eight times. To uh, yeah, it's ten. I know you guys got the venue to midnight, and like we have the the kids getting watched overnight, but we are just plum tuckered out. 
so we're just gonna go. And like half of the women in our little friend group are pregnant, so there's there is no late nights. Like I'm one of the oldest dudes in the group, but everybody is kind of they're losing their will to party. They have the right to party. Sure, I mean they fought for it. Yeah, the Beastie Boys fought and and are in the process of dying for our right to party. Well, aren't we all in the process of dying, really? Well, sure. But, I mean, they were specifically doing it for our right to party. Yeah, that's true. Mmm. Well. So what you been uh, up to? So you went home at 10. I, I, have, I have literally done nothing but work since the last time we spoke. Like, I've, I've eaten a few meals, I guess. Have you uh, eaten a, a bunch of curry marsala burritos or whatever no a paneer tikka masala burritos no i haven't had one of those since the yeah. last time we spoke but i should i should i've just been going to the sort of targets of opportunity that are nearby um that place is pretty nearby but still um yeah sorry i have i have literally nothing to talk about I, okay so it's uh cold, cold? um I, uh I got some earmuffs for Christmas. I asked for some earmuffs for Christmas. And I've been wearing them to keep my ears warm. You've just been diving into that culture? That is the sum total of my story. Yeah, well, because the hats, man. The hats, you know. you know. Yeah, you get hat hair when you have hair and you have hats. But, well, sure, sure. I don't... I, yeah, I guess that must happen to me, but I don't recall any instance of really being affected by it. Okay, so what is your objection to hats, then, if it's not the hat hair? Um... They're really like all or nothing. Like it's too much. Like the 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 least hat is too much hat. You know. So like, does your head get too warm? Yeah, that's the problem. But if I don't have it on, my, like that's the thing. My head is never cold. It's that my ears are cold. And I thought, if only there was an invention that was designed mm. for this. But it's just you know, it's like I got some of those wrap around the back of your head ones, like Hot Stuff has. Sure. You know, that's okay. That's okay. I don't like what they, like, when I move my head, they mess with my earbuds and make squeaky noises. This is really, it's a real shit show. Mm. This is what I'm listening to, the shit show. A weekly podcast about turds. We're all stars now in the shit show. We are. Oh, man. If you, you know, you might hate this. I don't, I can never tell with you. But there is a, there was a Funny or Die uh, video that was a, like, a collection of scary shorts uh, sort of bookended by and punctuated by this like it's a parody of something that I'm too old to understand what it is but it's like the spooky campfire story club kids or something uh, um, like are you afraid of the dark maybe yeah that sounds that sounds maybe it but but then Marilyn Manson shows up and he's trying to join the the club and they keep asking him to tell scary stories and they just keep being these like comedy skits yeah. And uh, it's like a half hour long video, but I watched it and it was funny. So you did not have to die. Yes, that's how that works, right? If you, if you don't, you go to one of the, you go to one of those videos, and if you don't laugh, it emits a poisonous gas and kills you. Uh huh. Sometimes it's a dart. You can never be sure. Wow, you'd think that. Well, I mean, you know, I guess if Apple sold a backdoor to the NSA, they would certainly sell it dart gun to funny or die <laughs> just built into every uh i mean what's the what's the upshot like what's the what's the payout for funny or die there do they does funny or die also have a life insurance policy on every person yeah and they have a 
that's kind of automated where they get one real quick when you start the video. Oh, okay. And then they so have they a have, patent on a dissolving undetectable poison dart. Yeah, they've got to have a pretty good actuary working who can look at your online history and figure out the kind of shit you're likely to laugh at. Okay, so they can show so, you the opposite. And, uh, no, so they can give you the odds uh, on the insurance policy. Although I guess then it would be in Funny or Die's best interest to make the least funny videos that they could and still get away with people thinking they're going to laugh. Yeah, you're like sort of tricking people into... This is why capitalism doesn't work. Yeah. There's a lot of reasons capitalism doesn't work. People. For instance, uh, man, this is... I don't even like to use the word or the phrase first world problem, but I am getting real fed up with these add-on items on Amazon.com. Yeah? What is the deal with them, Mr. Skullhead? I mean, they basically just tricked me into buying some extra cat food so that I could get some fucking toothpaste. I was like, I'll bet there's a third-party vendor that sells this toothpaste that I want that will just fucking ship it to me, that will just let them pay me to ship it because it's a toothpaste that they don't sell near me, right? So I'm not, like, just buying toothpaste on Amazon because I'm an asshole. I'm buying toothpaste on Amazon because that's where the toothpaste is that I want is where fucking ever they keep it. Right. In these warehouses. But they won't just sell it to me. So I found a place they that would... They want to buy, what, $25 Yeah, 25 bucks for this. But, like, it's like, I get it that they it, they can't ship it for free and still make money on it. That's fine. Give me the option to pay for shipping, and I'll just do it. Mm. Because there are third parties that'll do it. But I did it, and they sent me the wrong fucking toothpaste, completely defeating the purpose of why I was ordering this special kind of toothpaste in the first place. Oh, Mr. Scullett, if I wanted to pay for sodium laurel fucking sulfate, I would just go down to the regular store and buy some regular-ass fucking toothpaste with some sodium laurel sulfate in it. Like, but I like don't the rest of the goddamn world? Well, sure. I, you know, I think we've had this discussion before, but you... Uh, yeah, I'm fine. You are not a person that gets canker sores on the regular. That's and I true. am a person that gets canker sores on the regular, and there is a little bit of data to suggest that sodium laurel sulfate might make that worse, and also, it accomplishes nothing. So... I am willing to avoid it. When I no. would ask if you have sodium laurel sulfate in your shampoo, but I think that is also a loaded question. Is there sodium laurel sulfate in shampoo? Yeah, but I figure you don't use shampoo. That's true, but I also, but it wouldn't matter, right? It, like, because putting it, I mean, you don't get canker sores on your head. That's not what canker sores are. Like, right. I don't believe that it's like some fucking mind control conspiracy. But what I do believe is that it, like, you know, it's a thing that doesn't serve any purpose other than to sort of trick you into thinking that the product is better. Yeah. So, whatever. It's not important. So, getting toothpaste without it is whatever, right? It's not... Uh, yeah, I had to go... I had to leave the Toms after a while and go back to the Sensodyne. Because my teeth are sensitive. They cry at the end of movies. Oh, yeah? I don't know why. What teeth are your teeth suck. sensitive to? Um, Criticism. Yeah. You and, suck, teeth. Uh, gay bashing. Okay. And, like, cold and sweet. Hmm. And sometimes salty. If something's really salty, it'll make my t- teeth hurt in the same way that something that is sweet does. Weird. Which is just some bullshit. Yeah, that is some bullshit. Because wh- what are you going to do? If you can't go sweet and you can't go salty, you're just going to eat nothing but lettuce? Plain like, oatmeal. Slightly better. Bitter? Better? Bitter. Bitter. Butter battle. Bitter is better. Bed spreaders and bread spreaders, Mr. Skullhead. Does, uh, which book is that? What is that one fish? That's one fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Either that or hop on top. Uh, hop on top. Hop on pop. I don't think it's hop on pop because I did not have hop on pop growing up. Uh. 
I think it was probably because my dad didn't want that that insidious Dr. Seuss implanting ideas in me about how I should hop on him while he's trying to sleep. Uh, I see. Well, it clearly says stop you should you must not hop on pop. Oh, does it? Yeah. Stop yo shit must not hop on pop. You must not hop on pop. Check yourself. Don't hop on no pop. Exactly. That was uh, the Dr. Octagon version, not the Dr. Seuss version. Sure. Dr. Dre? Dr. Dre? I'll give you Dr. So, Dre. That would actually be the better poll. We we had, uh, we had a... It wasn't exactly a debate. It was mostly Hot Stuff and Riff being wrong and me being right about... How do you pronounce the word D-I-R-I-G-I-B-L-E? Dirigible? Are you fucking kidding me? I think dirigible and dirigible are pretty much interchangeable for me. Hmm. I had so. never until yesterday when Dan Bob linked us to the MiriamWebster.com pronunciation of it heard dirigible until you said it. It's dirigible. Hmm. That is the only thing that it is. It is not, as those other clowns claim, dirgible. At least, we, at least you and I can agree that that's wrong. Dirgible? Yeah. 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 That just seems like something that you would come up with if you had never heard it and only read it. Okay. And also never read one of the eyes in it. Sure. Yeah. If you just were missing that. Uh, yeah. would, do you suppose... Hmm. You don't really hear that. Well, I guess if you, if you hang out at uh, steampunk enthusiast gatherings... I'd also be more likely to say Zeppelin than either of them. Okay. Airship. Blimp. Yeah, but there's a difference between a blimp and a Zeppelin. Is there? Yeah, a blimp is has a squishy outside and a Zeppelin has a hard outside. Hmm. That, that's why a dirigible is called a dirigible. Because you can dirige it? Because it's, it's rigid. Uh, well, weird. Yeah. So, but a, dirig- a dirigible. God, now I'm doing it. <laughs> now you? I'm pronouncing it correctly. Yeah, I guess, uh, now I don't know because I. I no, according to the dictionary, it's fucking dirigible, which no one ever says, all the, except apparently you. Yeah, I just said it. Well, it seems uh, like something that would be pronounced differently in the UK and the US. Yeah, they would pronounce it aluminium. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm really sorry that I don't have anything to talk about. I feel like a failure. Uh, for working to make this game better? This game that the podcast is about? Yeah. Isn't that fucked up? What's wrong with me? Yeah. You gotta, you gotta enjoy your life a little more, man. You're in San Francisco, the city of brotherly love. Yeah. Is San Francisco the city of brotherly love? No, I think Philadelphia is the... Oh. Si- the fra- windy city, then. Fraternalia. Is this, uh... What is Fraternalia? What is what is the word Saturnalia mean? Is that like the, the name of a holiday? Uh, I don't know. That sounds like Saturnalia, which is the that's what I said. War, Saturnalia. War. I'm asking what does Saturnalia mean? Oh, I thought you said Fraternalia. I did say Fraternalia, and that so I'm just <laughs> oh trying. My to, God. I'm trying to figure out what Saturnalia is so that I can see if Fraternalia is a joke <laughs> or not. Awesome. Now Saturnalia is one of the December holidays that. Okay, so you could have Fraternalia, which is just like a rape party in December. Hmm. That's what Christmas is anymore, man. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Yeah, wh- who's... 
Yeah. No. Um. I'm really sorry. I'm looking around the room to try and figure out if there's anything. The guy glass of water <laughs> had one of those recently. Sounds exciting. My uh, I had to go. I tried to buy some canned air. Again, Amazon failing me. I tried to buy a can of that dust-off stuff, you know, the compressed air that you use to blow out your stuff, because I yeah. forgot to clean my computer when I was back in Phoenix, where I just For have happen. a fucking air compressor in my my uh, my garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, but every place that sold them on Amazon was like, this will ship in like three months. It's like there's been a run on them. What do people know that I don't? Is there some impending apocalypse that can only be staved off by the judicious, judicious application of canned air? Maybe it's the the people are using it as a replacement for Sri Racha since that's getting like a, a shortage now. Oh, is there a Sri Racha shortage? 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 Sri Racha shortage. Do, do you think they could just stuff some more in Sri Racha steerage? Exactly. They were just having trouble getting it over here on the slow boat from wherever that comes from. They're having a Sri Racha shortage. Storage shortage. Sri Racha Korean. Yeah, but they ma- they make it in California. Oh. Not that, that's the deal. Like people were complaining about burning sensations in their mucous membranes being too close to the factory. Hmm. And so one judge told them to suck it up, and then another judge told the factory that they should probably knock it off. So there's a whole thing going on with Sri Raja. Oh, so the factory had to stop because people were out like out got a owie. They were allergic to the air. Hmm. You think you could figure out a way to deal? You know. Like, just run some tubes. Just build a real big tube uh, so that Uh that stuff goes up into the sky. Yeah, like way high up in the sky. Yeah, like like up where a bird would fly. Yeah. Up to the highest height. Birds like it. Maybe they could put it in some kind of kite and fly it up into the atmosphere, like where the air is clear, I'm thinking. Okay. Is this a yeah. song that I don't recognize? It's like from the, some Mary, br- Mary Poppins Broadway musical. Yeah, okay. From, from a classic of children's literature and film. Okay, was it actually yeah. literature? Yeah, it was a book before. It was a movie, but like, I don't think anybody's walking around going, "Yeah, you know, I never saw the movie, but the book was really tight." Sure. I well, I, I don't know thing. that anybody who would express that opinion would express it using the word "tight." That's true. My slang is uh, b- is becoming problematic. Yeah, is it's becoming dad slang. I used dag on Facebook, and somebody posted a response just to say, "Whoa, people still say dag." Of course they do. It was like I do, motherfucker. I'll say and I'll say groovy and daddyo if I feel urged. Like I'm not. It's not so much that my slang is outdated, is that I embrace all slang as equal totes. Yeah, I uh, I don't think that I would say daddy-o just because I never did, but groovy, you know, gr- like groovy was anachronistic for our entire lives. Yeah, so I, it's I weird. It it's in a high school. Yeah, it's yeah. a so did I. It's a weird criticism to level against it that it's anachronistic now. I mean, you know what's weird is that cool has never lost its cool. Yeah, that is still a. Th- a thing that people can say because I don't remember it like arising like I think it just arrived as slang in what the 50s this is sort of like a beatnik thing right yeah but but then it just stayed useful yeah we lost the like Coolsville daddy-o 
but we we kept the cool. We kept our cool. We did in a way that like cool. radical and tubular didn't really have staying power. Um, I uh, I tried to make a joke when we were at the climbing gym the other day, which I think would have been a pretty good joke if not for a singular flaw in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so imagine imagine that we live uh, in in a world where the the main character in Ratatouille was not named Remy, but was named Gaston, uh-huh. uh, which is the world that I thought we lived in when I made this joke. Uh, there is a there is a move in climbing. There's a there's a type of a type of thing that you do called a Gaston, which is like involves sticking both hands in into a crack or in between two two protuberances and supporting your weight by pulling outward, like pulling your hands away from each other. That is sure. called Gastoning, and I joked that the the move the Gaston was actually when you hid in someone's hat and pulled their hair to control their body to make them climb the route for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that th- this is a story about a joke that would have been funny if the name of that character had been something that it wasn't, because then somebody pointed out to me that Gaston is actually the name of a character in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, you would have to turn it into some kind of like. Gastoning is when you get your like muscular, super masculine friend to do the climb instead of you. Yeah, Nico. That's usually what I do, given that I usually climb with hot stuff. You would call him a super masculine guy. I would (laughs) call him muscular. I would. Yeah. No, he's 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 stringy. You know, he's wiry, sinewy. Yeah, he's got sinews. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, you know what? I uh, the other thing that I've been doing is playing the hell out of the 3DS because that turns out to be a really neat little system. Oh yeah. What have you been playing on it? I uh, so we've been playing Link Between Worlds, and it's just so good. It really is. <clears throat> I'm very impressed with the way they added the the merging into walls and then really integrated it into all of the dungeons. And there's something super satisfying about confronting an obstacle that in Link to the Past would have just stopped you and then merging past it. Yeah. It was, it, like, I, like sort of everyone, I think, was worried that that was going to be super gimmicky, but mm. it never feels like that. It's like they, they they use it just often enough. And having wrinkles like you're on a moving platform and here comes another moving platform and it's too tall for you to step on but you can merge onto it and then walk around it and yeah totally dope i think the power moment is when you go to the south of the map where there's that passage that's blocked by a big rock yeah and before you have the power mitt upgraded and everything and you just merge into the wall and walk past it yep and you're like fuck you rock sweet jesus i've been waiting 20 years for that rock to get it and what was coming to it yeah, that was handy. Uh, I've obviously, of course, bought pilot wings. Oh, is that a thing that you can get or, from uh, the ESOP? And no, it's an actual like one of the reasons I was pissed that the 3DS was getting all the good titles is they got a full new pilot wings. Wow, like on a cartridge and everything. Yeah. So I picked that up. Like I almost bought it from the little Nintendo store, but then looked online and the cartridges were selling for like twelve dollars. Hmm. new in in the case so for for games that only i am going to like it looks like i can get them fairly cheaply oh well good was it more expensive than that on the eShop? yeah it was 40 dollars because it's an actual title like full title wow crazy yeah 
So that how weird is that? I mean, I guess it doesn't hurt them to have it in there. Like they get some money from the sale. Either way, fuck. That's a that is weird. That is a weird. I was not aware that anything worked like that. Yeah, for them to be able to ship me a cartridge for like fifteen dollars versus ha- downloading it immediately for forty, it was it was a little strange. It's like when Amazon has the CD with with the instant rip as cheaper than just buying the MP3s. Mm. Man, you know what I you know what I discovered? I, we went to a I you know I actually forgot. There was one other thing. We went to a uh, we went to a launch party for an iPhone game that some friends of ours here made. And mm. there was a guy who worked for RDO, that RDIO which is like a like a competitor to Spotify. Uh-huh. And I learned something about that service that made me instantly decide to subscribe to it, which was that you can you can just download like you have access to their entire catalog, which everything I tried was there. Like every just random thing that I thought of to search for was in their library. And I don't know if that's just like Spotify is also that comprehensive. He said there are there are like a, the Beatles and and uh, Led Zeppelin and Metallica are like the really notable exceptions because they're bands that or or you know copyright holders that won't ever agree to that kind of thing right but everything else that i've looked for has been there and uh you can save them onto your phone offline so that you can just download like so i just like downloaded a bunch of instead of just periodically like buying for ten dollars another like bob newhart comedy album from Uh the 60s i just signed up for that and then just downloaded them all and now they're just all on my phone and I can listen to them whenever like all of them it didn't it never occurred to me that there would be stand up comedy records on those services and now that there is it's like well fuck that is every once in a while when I get like the loaner car from the dealership when I'm getting when I'm getting my car worked on I'll be like you know this satellite radio is actually pretty nice just being able to like tune to a comedy station uh uh-huh is pretty nice and I'm never going to sign up for that but this was like wow this is pretty much exactly what I needed this to be like it's essentially paying 10 bucks to be able to pirate all of the music only you're not actually doing anything illegal and that's pretty good pretty excellent so yeah RDO tell your friends except you can't because you say RDO and we're like oh so it's like A-R-T-I-E dash O-H dot biz yeah you, you know radio mm-hmm. yeah it's radio without the a so it's uh not available in canada yeah it's radio but where the a is there's just a hole ah <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, mr skullet all we are is radio caca i've been uh mostly still buying amazon mp3s mostly yeah. And their cloud player keeps me going. Yeah, it's. I mean, they're they're like a basically equivalent to iTunes prices, right? Like it's like ten bucks for an album. Yeah, same or cheaper, yeah. and they're like their software is a little bit better than iTunes is at handling that shit. Like I can't get my iTunes that's on the <clears throat> that's on my big computer downstairs, which has all my music. To wirelessly sync with the iPod Touch, no matter what. Yep. No, iTunes on a and Windows machine is literally the worst piece of software ever created. Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's supposed to just automatically do it, but it doesn't. No, so I'm sorry. I, the worst piece of software yeah. ever created is the asset management software for Word Realms. The second worst piece of software ever created is iTunes for Windows. Right. And inside of a dog, it's too dark to read. So you can't get oh, yeah. that to work. Also, no satisfaction. Right. But the Amazon Cloud thing's cool because you buy it and it adds it to the cloud. And then, like, I still download it to the big computer just because some pack rat part of me wants to have everything local. Yeah. Just in case. But, you know, for no reason. But then it's just like it's on my phone and then it's on. I can actually play the cloud player through the iPod Touch. So it's 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 the Visa man. It's everywhere I want to be. Yep, that the that ability American to cache Express? things I, because I'm you know I'll sometimes be like in a place where I want to be listening to something, but I just don't have reliable data service on my phone. Mm. So being able to actually download stuff while I'm connected to Wi-Fi and have it cached indefinitely and like it's not lim- it's only limited by the storage space on the device. So and your imagination, yeah, and it like it has to check in like it has to phone home like once a month to make sure that. I, I guess to make sure that you still have an account with them and that they still have the rights to play that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it seems acceptable. Like, the fact that I can actually load my phone up for, like, a drive back to Phoenix and just have whatever albums. I, I don't know. How much, uh, how much storage do you have on your phone? I think mine is a... I always buy the smallest one. It's whatever the smallest five is. It's like 16, probably. Maybe. 16 or 32. I don't. I don't honestly know. I think there's only a 16 and a 32. Okay, so I probably have a 16. I, I never. I've ne- just never even anywhere near hitting the limit. Mostly because it is such a pain in the ass to get music on there. So right. <laughs> that's. I used to, you know, have a problem where eventually, like my podcast tracker would, if I didn't have it deleting old episodes, it would eventually fill up, and then I would go through and delete all of the old episodes of podcasts. But now I, I use one that just kind of automatically gets rid of stuff after I've listened to it. That's nice. Oh, man. Speaking of podcasts, uh, I can recommend the most recent Overthinking It, which was just about... It was one of the, it was one of the most thoughtful discussions of the Insane Clown Posse that I have ever heard. Uh, I was just talking <laughs> okay. about them, the whole, like, suing the FBI over being categorized as a gang. Uh-uh. Um... And it's interesting because I, you know, I don't know, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this, but like I, I am fascinated by the Insane Clown Posse, and I am really, really glad that they exist. Oh, me too. I'm, I'm interested in the way that that fandom works. Yeah, you know, and it's like real easy to make fun of because it's real stupid, right? But right, like, well, the music is really bad, and it, like, but I've, I know intelligent people who are into it yeah but i doubt that they're going to the gathering of juggalos yeah and i mean the the you know the 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 gathering of the juggalos takes place like a hundred miles from where i was born and Mm -hmm. it that subculture makes so much sense as a thing that people from that part of the country would gravitate towards like it, because it's basically like nerds who aren't smart enough to be nerds. <laughs> oh man, and you're right. That just it sounds. Well, it's, yeah, okay, yeah, that is harsh. But but I mean, I think it's true, right? And that's that. Like before, you know, like before <laughs> the insane clown posse existed, those people were just like sad and lonely, 
and now they're a subculture. Right. And well, they were the kids buying knives and throwing stars at the the local head shop. Holy shit! There is a store in Arizona Mills. I was like, "What is this?" Like, I just I went in the store based on the name of the store, the strength of the name of the store, Extreme Lifestyles. Yeah. And it's a store that sells pretty much exclusively like kilts, kimonos, and swords. <laughs> yes. It was so big. No throwing stars? Yeah, yeah. No, they had throwing stars and like nunchaku and stuff. You know, there were a lot of it. It was so big relative to the amount of stuff that was in it. And it was like really super big relative to the zero paying customers that ever walk into that fucking store, I have to imagine. But like, oh man. It seems like those stores are always just in the process of going out of business because it's like somebody thinks, ah, oh, you know what would be really cool is to open a business where I sold sweet sweet swords. But then you're like, no. The, the, the guy who would buy this doesn't have any money. Right. That's basically the problem that you have with most niche nerd enthusiast things. But yeah, if you need a kilt, if you need a kimono... Extreme Lifestyles. It's your friend. I thought maybe it was like a, you know, like a dildo store or something. That's kind of what it sounds like. Sure. You know, I guess you could use one of the sword hilts. Is it, if you, you know, must. It's a dildo. If you must. Cool. Hey, you want to answer? Hey, do we have some questions we should do? Yeah, we do. Uh, Rare Gay writes... Chick, will we be seeing Alice's Army Series 2 anytime soon or limited edition Crimbo Series? I remember the good times when it was alive. Oh. Man. You know, I understand what you're saying. Like, it, it's the... It's a game that people were really excited about and they played it until they had kind of mastered all the iterations Yeah, of it. you plumb it and then, you, you know, you, like, you plumb it like a depth, like its depths. Not you like, plumb it you like, plumb like a bathroom. You like a guy jumping off of a building. You plumb it like a bathroom? Oh, like, yeah, okay, like, you add the plumbing to it. Wow, there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of a lot of directions you can go with that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's what, a lot of directions you can go with high-quality copper piping. What stopped us for a long time is that we, we couldn't really agree internally on how we would introduce new cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think what's, what's stopping us now is that it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a super good use of, of time and development resources relative to kind of how much player joy it would create. You know, it's like one of those things where you see it and you're like, oh, I remember when I was playing with this thing and now I'm not playing with it anymore because nobody's really playing it and that is sad, you know, and and it's like... But it's like, people don't ever say... And this is kind of the same thing as like, when are you going to do something else with KWE, right? Because it's like, that Uh just doesn't get a lot of action. It's just kind of sitting there like, wally just you know the server is just dutifully running the matches week after week and nobody's really paying attention to it but this is a thing that people paid for and it's it it had more depth to it to begin with yeah that's true i mean it was more of a thing that you were you were playing a game making some decisions about that and then it also just it also had it was an item of the month just as like some shit you you know put in a sleeve and use in your offhand kind of thing although that was that was eh, could have been executed better or not at all probably yeah. <laughs> and everything would have been fine but I mean that was what I kept saying like this should be a thing that doesn't tie into gameplay at all which probably would have been suicide yeah 
Eh, you know, it's got... It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell, right? Like, we make these decisions from a from the past where we right. don't know what's going to happen. And looking back, like, it probably would have been fine. You were probably right about that. But I I was scared, and so I added some weird extra work onto a thing in an effort to mitigate the risk that I was scared of. And in retrospect, it probably would have been fine. But I don't think it hurt anything. It's just it's just kind of janky. Yeah, and it have probably convinced a couple of people who would have said, I want to try this, but what does it have to do with KOL? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would be interested in seeing another round of cards although it would only be worth doing if we put the item like the the original tome back in as an item or something yeah i don't know i bet it's i bet it's cheap enough to buy a set of those cards in the mall to play with that you could play well i was just saying like for it to be worth the development time yeah it seems like bringing it back as something that you can pay for either as a like this is the Alice's Army 2.0 tome that only drops the new cards, but your old tome also summons the new cards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and that was the thing. That was that was where the conversation always went. And I, you know, I think it's just like a kind of a weird knit edge case thing that wouldn't be an item of the month's worth of value. Hmm. And so, you know, it's just goofy. But then just like adding Ooh. it to like, well, here's a new thing that you get if you bought this item of the month three years ago. Like that's also kind of dicky. Oh, I know. We could sell a pair of Dickies, and then in the pocket mm-hmm. you find a Series 2 Alice's Army card. It's just 10 bucks a card. Yeah, we did a... We have established now the idea that occasionally in the store we just put something extra for a little while. Yeah. So, you know, maybe a one month that we feel like we have a lackluster item of the month, like, we'll also throw this in to see if... Yeah. Do you think that L.A. Cluster would be a good name for a nightclub, or do you think that the reviews would come in and say, L.A. Cluster, more like lackluster? Ooh, probably. See, I went straight to, like, Clusterfuck. Okay. But, yeah. Clusterfuck you, nightclub owner. (laughs) This club is bullshit. Maybe that's more like what they would say. Yeah. Boy, nightclub reviewers in L.A. are real dicks, just like everyone else in L.A. (laughs) Uh, you know, there's probably a lot of nice people in L.A. Randy Newman loves it. Does he? Does he? Yeah. Anth- Anthony Kiedis seems pretty fond of it. Right. Finds it an endless font of inspiration, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokey the Brave says, Is it possible the number of shelves in the display case will be increased? I'm running out of space. Sure. That seems like a thing that one of these days I would just have Chris Moyer do. Of course, been saying that for a long time. Who knows? We got plenty of stuff to, plenty of stuff to touch. That's the one thing we've got, Mister Scullet, is plenty of stuff to touch. Yeah, There's more of us to love. Yeah, right. So will pen15.com ever be supported through KOL? I don't know what that is, and I'm afraid to go to that website to find out. You're not a member of the Pen15 Club. Mm-mm. Okay. Now, is that a thing where you write Pen15 on somebody's hand? Yeah, I see. <clears throat> and then you've just written penis on their hand. Right. That's the joke. You've tricked them into accepting having the word penis written on their hand. Mm-hmm. Are you a member of the Edward Penishens Club? 
I am. Yeah. I, I watched that movie. Did you watch that movie? I don't. I don't think that I did. Christ Almighty. Were you Were you at least able to masturbate to it? No, because well, I was in a room full of Mitch and Rita Aldrich. Okay. And so that made it awkward. That we watched some Rambone that evening. Okay, I remember and, hearing. I remember hearing tales of Rambone. Yeah, and we watched uh, a little bit of Edward Penishins. It The thing is, you would think it would be a guy with a dick on each finger. Okay. And that would be, you know, that opens some possibilities vis-a-vis the porn, and it also makes a little sense visually. But instead, it was a guy who's, like, each forearm just terminated in an enormous glands. Okay. Yeah. So, it, it's not like they were using those on people or anything and it yeah it was kind of pointless well really huh so you hmm. yeah that's unexpected you'd think that if the if your porn is edward penis hands that the one thing that you would see would be the titular penis hands like actually getting the job done being used yeah to get a job done Mm -hmm. or to have a job even if to have a job done on it yeah even if the job that is getting done is plumbing a bathroom. Sure. Yeah. Stacking stacking bricks to make a house. There's gotta be a there's gotta be a better word for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I don't know what pen15.com is, and I'm not gonna find out because I'm afraid that you're trying to trick me into getting malware. Uh New Delhi. And that's That's funny. That is an interesting play. Hmm. Do you think that's a joke about New Delhi, India? It's N-U-U-D-E-L-I. Or is it about a delicatessen? Or is it just a guy named Lee who is nude? Yeah, he's nude, but nude Lee was already taken. Yeah. Nude Lee is Chun Lee's more popular sister. May you be touched by his nude Lee apprentice? Mm-hmm. Apprentice? apprentice. Will you become apprentice. his nude Lee apprentice? His nude Lee appointed apprentice. Uh, when will you start accepting bitcoins? Boy, I don't know if I've said this before, but I sure as shit wish we had taken bitcoins the first time somebody asked us to take bitcoins, because we would have a lot right. of fucking money if I had had the presence of mind to sell them a month ago. Which Did they start crashing again? I probably didn't see that. Well, China outlawed them, so they lost like half their value more or less instantly. So they went from like... Yeah. They, they, had, they had peaked at like 1000 or 1100 bucks, and I think they, they crashed to half that value. I don't have any sense of... Uh, yeah, man. This shit is so weird. The world is fucking crazy. This is what it's like to get old. The world is just fucking crazy, and you don't understand anything or have any idea what's going to happen. Yeah, I feel that. Candy Vendor says, uh, I don't know what to ask because I'm kind of new and I don't know what I am doing, but yeah, I just wanted to say hi, I guess, to the games creator and Mr. Skullhead. Sorry, I'm not sure whom you are, but it is a pleasure to hear of you. Oh, man, Hot Stuff told me the best knock-knock joke today. Knock-knock. Who's there? The grammar police. The grammar police whom? The grammar police who? Ah. See, you fucked me up there. You're, you're one Sorry, of those the... smartasses that just tries to ruin the joke. <sighs> Have you heard it before? Or did you just solve it? I think I, I solved it in real time. Yeah, good. I figured you would. Anyway, uh, I guess the only thing I can think of is do you guys want some candy? Boy, I got enough candy for a while. 
I gotta say, I'm a guy who will eat some candy. Sure. Yeah. Send it my way. I always end up with candy after Christmas because we we do the stocking exchange in our Christmas yeah. Christmas time household, and then I just have like candy sitting around for a really long time after that. You know, because I only eat candy on the weekends. Yeah. I try not to leave any in the house because then the like Christmas binge get like reaches to February in which case there's Valentine's like post Valentine's sales and whatnot. So we don't have a lot in the house, but I did have the post Christmas come down. <laughs> it was like, no, I I don't just get to everywhere I like every room I walk into has a bowl of candy in it and so I just constantly eat candy. I don't know that I really am prone to falling victim to the... I don't know that I'm falling prone and victimized by uh, Valentine's Day candy because almost nothing traditionally associated with Valentine's is a thing that I like, really. I like the little hearts. I actually like the way those things taste. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with them, but I You should like them because they're hard to chew. Yeah, I wouldn't... But I don't go out of my way to get them. They're, for a while, they made sour ones. Which I thought were fantastic, but everybody else hated them. Oh, those were good. So they yeah. stopped, but they, I think they stopped making them. Oh man, they they should make Hearts Against Humanity that are that just are sour, or sometimes they taste they're like bitter, uh, and they oh, say yeah. things like "poop fuck," oh. uh, "turd barf," and someone will say, "What are you eating?" And you'll say, "My heart," and they'll say. Is it good, friend? And you'll say, I like it because it is It is bitter, but I like it because it is bitter and because it is my heart. <laughs> I, li- I like it because it is bitter and because it says turd barf. <laughs> because it says turd fart on it. Uh, man. So uh, I, was, I was looking at uh, Troubleface had to sign this sort of agreement with the art department um, to take this class that she wouldn't produce any, like, offensive artwork under the auspices of the art department or something i don't exactly understand what this thing meant but uh i was trying to come up with an example of a thing that would be offensive that she could produce as a as a work of art and i came up with what i actually think is a pretty good idea for an artwork you rent a building and you just make an enormous mural that just says in a very tasteful typeface jews equals fart hmm because it's so weird as to barely be offensive. <laughs> right. And you're like, okay, so is this one of those puzzles where you're supposed to, like, change, change one uh, letter, one at, letter a at a time? Yeah, so you yeah. can go Jews, Jaws, jaws. Jars, mm. Jart, Fart, if you accept Jart uh, as a brand of lawn dart, which, you know, you probably don't. So you'd have to do, like... Fars. Yeah, Bart. Well, Bart doesn't... You could do bars and then... Barf and then farf and then fart. Exactly. <laughs> running into a lot, running into a lot of problems at the next to last move here, but I'm sure there is an easy one. Um, maybe Florin could solve it for us. Having solved that algebra problem, Florin writes x equals ten divided by nine. Uh, Zoltan says I have a quick idea that I hope you'll like. For the chat option of highlighting your name red in the chat, it should also highlight it red when someone else says it too. What are your thoughts on this? I think that that would be a little weird for somebody whose name was common and a substring of stuff. Although, who cares, really? They're the only one that's going to be able to see it. Um, I don't actually object to that in any way. 
How do you feel about the phrase, uh, in any way, shape, or form? I kind of don't like it. Redundant, but acceptable. To me, it's a, to me, it's a, a symbol of a guy who doesn't really have anything to say. You know, it's yeah. just like one of those blowhard kind of triggers. It's a trigger warning for me. Like, it is intuitively obvious to the most casual observer. Is that, was that, a, just the, is that the, commonly used phrase? Yeah, uh, that's what I always think of when I think of, like, dipshits using too many words. Okay. You know, like, the, the same instinct that makes you say utilize instead of use. Okay. It was, my mom was working for the city of Prescott for a while, and her boss was kind of a blowhard, and he wrote... So about something she was doing and started it with it is intuitively obvious to the most casual observer like wow that is the shittiest thing that I have ever read before I read Jews equals fart <laughs> it's great because it's got the plural Jews and then the single fart yeah so that's weird you're it's like fantastic. how does it yeah. what kind of math is this and then yeah you know but they're the same number of letters but the equal sign makes you know like if it was top to bottom yeah, the equals in the middle, but then I was like, oh, so is this Jews divided by divided by fart? <laughs> I mean, there's really, like, this is the thing about art. A lot of it is is interpretation in the mind of the observer. Exactly. Mm. Uh, Bat Brat says, ah, oh, what a good name. Uh, see, this is what happens when you take questions uh, from, from in the game, uh, is you get, you, get, you get a lot of new, new names, new faces, new Bat Brats. You made some kind of unique... Ugh, pardon me. You've made some unique kind of awesome. I wonder what this game will look like when it has made 37 years in a row. Um, yeah, gosh, we'll be on, like, a space phone or something. Mm-hmm. It'll be... You, the only way to play it will be projected onto the moon. We will be... Uh, it will be playable on the thing that was cutting edge 10 years previous. Mm, yeah, which will probably be a moon phone. Yes. Uh hover phone an electric liquid phone yeah you think electric liquid is going to be the new hotness yeah uh electric liquid terzer says after crimbo is over will there be more items for the workshop or is it solely for the war bear items yeah uh after that you know this was a question from a while ago but there was already another workshop item i have a feeling that that's a thing that that it will occasionally occur to us to put a thing in there so yep Quine wrote, Jake, you've said before that you don't like it when podcasters say, that's the name of this episode, when somebody says something funny, so you don't do that. And since you pointed it out, I've noticed that it happens all the time on other podcasts. What other little tips and tricks have you picked up by being a podcast listener that influence how you make podcasts yourself? I was thinking about this when I read this question earlier, and I honestly can't think of any specific examples. Hmm. What do you think you've learned? I mean, I think that we have obviously gotten better at this than we were eight years ago. But can you point to any specific lessons that you've learned? I'm trying to think of the podcasts that I'm listening to. Because there aren't many, because I always want to listen to the ones that I'm on every week to see if there's anything I can improve, and also because I enjoy my own voice. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. I I picked up the segments thing that you guys did on Advice Hot Dog, which I guess you got from Jordan Jesse Go, right? Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of other podcasts that that do it that way, but it's more actually Jordan Jesse Go I think is, doesn't actually have explicit segments like Stop Podcasting Yourself I think is the first time I really like because they have the little they have a little theme song for every segment, which is good. Ah, gotcha. It's great. 
That's that's pretty common, you know. Generally, like video games podcasts will have have a segment divisions like that, and uh, but I do think it's just uh, anything that we've learned, we've learned by osmosis, just by taking in a bunch of the media, and by watching Osmosis Jones. Yeah, I watched that in the theater. Did you? Is that the one? With there wasn't B- a lot of movies going on in Prescott. Is that the one with Bill Murray? Yeah, there was Bill Murray in the live action, and then like. Chris Rock and somebody in the cartoon part. Chris Rock and somebody. Chris Rock and somebody. Here's Rock and yeah, of the of the Farhampton Rock and somebody's. Farhampton. I think that's called Farthampton. Um, Chilled says belated crimbo question. What was with that war bear officer carrying around the power cable, or at least a staff with two prongs at the top, which looked like a power cable? I mean, a staff. You can argue that any like any stick looks like a cable. Sure. Right, and I mean, you do, you do argue that, and that's why I don't like you. Not really. I'm saying the figurative you. Um, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought, you know, I assembled all those bears out of a bunch of pieces that I had drawn, and I was like, yeah, maybe one of them will have this thing in his hands. And then I did it, and I was like, you know, that doesn't look super good, but whatever. <laughs> Went in anyway. It looks like it, it looks like he's carrying an electrical cord, or or like at least two prongs on the end of a stick. Which it was, you know, it was, a, it was like a prod. It was like an adventurer prod. Hmm. Deathcloud99 says, Is there a way to cure your drunkenness? Only by drinking more, buddy. Only by drinking more. Uh, I'm not sure if you can see the link, says Zalt, but I thought you might enjoy the work of these two dogs. And then there were two dogs. Uh, you know there's that Reddit meme where you have a dog and you print out a sign that yeah, says why your dog is in trouble. shaming. Yeah. Um... Which I don't exactly understand. I mean, that just seems like a sort of a convoluted way to tell what is a pretty boring story about a dog tearing something up. Right. And it's like, well, you know, step one in avoiding this, don't get a fucking dog. Uh, step two, if you do have a dog, put him in, like, a closet and don't ever let him out and don't put anything you like in the closet. <laughs> also, do you still hate Elf on the Shelf? I imagine you still hate Elf on the Shelf. Yeah, I do. I'm not a... Not a fan. C.D. Moyer didn't turn you I around was, on it. I was happy to have given the elf on the shelf that I received from one of our generous listeners to my neighbor who was super excited about it. Well, that's good. At least somebody got some use out of it. Uh, maybe you would, I thought maybe you would open your heart. People, I got a lot of responses for with people saying that I should destroy it in some entertaining way and uh. post pictures of it. I was like, that's, to me, that's the same kind of bad you know, like, I, I don't want to participate, and I don't want to be a dick about it. Like, if somebody wants to have it, then I'm not going to say, yeah, my neighbor, you really want this for your kid, but you haven't been able to afford it this year, but fuck you, I'm going to put it in a blender for internet comedy. Hmm. Oh, I mean, that could be the naughty thing that Elf on the Shelf did that day, was commit suicide by jumping into a blender. <laughs> right. But then you'd have to leave the top of it open. And, man, what do you imagine's in that? Corn beans? Corn beans? Corn, yeah, corn, probably. Corn beans? Bean sprouts? What do you put in a... I don't even know what you put in a stuffed animal. It's usually beans, right? They're usually stuffed with beans. Yeah, but like little polystyrene beans, right? Oh, th- I thought those were beads. Well, beads, beans. You know, the musical 
stuffing for <laughs> oh man, man. <laughs> you should you should start you should write a play called beans beans and then take it to broadway as beans beans the musical <laughs> and then just you know uh, Vernacio says, hey guys, no questions this time, but I did have two interesting player theories I wanted to run past you and ask for your opinions. Um, the first thought, uh, the first was thought of by a player I can't remember in chat a couple months ago. It is this. The reason we can't equip offhand items in our onhand, but can put onhand things in our offhand is because our offhand is a freaky tentacle. Every offhand item in the game has incomprehensible handles that one could not possibly hope to manipulate with a real hand. We can, however, train our tentacle arms to use normal items since it can grip them the same. Thoughts? Sure, yeah, that's... You know, maybe your offhand is like a weird Johnny Tremaine hand. <laughs> no, that wouldn't make sense. Maybe your on hand is a weird Johnny Tremaine hand. Maybe all of the players, all of the adventurers in this game are actually Johnny Tremaine. And you mm. burned all your fingers together into a weird, uh, uh, in a weird silversmith accident. Uh, uh-huh. You just have like kind of a flipper. So you can hold a sword. That's why brass knuckles are an accessory, not a weapon. Right, because you put those on your dick. Yeah, I, I think if it makes you happy to think that, you can, you can think that. What, that you put brass knuckles on your dick? Oh, it definitely yeah. makes me happy to think that. Man, my cat is going ape. That's the thing that I don't like about podcasts, is when there's a cat going ape. What if there was an ape going cat? What would that look like? An ape, like, licking itself and then ignoring and you? And climbing some curtains. Yeah, and probably. when you said, like, ape, knock it off, he'd be like, fuck you, fuck you, I'm an ape. What'd you expect me to do with these curtains? My second thought, or my second was thought of by a friend of mine over a Skype call the other day. Most everything in the game drops meat, but you still don't kill them, as the narrative goes. This is because everyone in the kingdom has the same hyperspeed recovery that you seem to have. Are you simply getting beaten up from being thrown into a dying star, or having your head chopped off? You simply carve the meat from their body, only for them to hop up and shake off this disemboweling. So what do you think? Are these canon? I know story isn't a big part of the kingdom. Hey, now. Uh, but that in itself makes it really fun to try and explain all the wonderful and horrifying things that happen. Yeah, I mean, the idea early on was that you were... I don't know that it was that you were carving meat off of them, because, like, right. you know, the first monster was, like, the can of asparagus. Which Why would you get meat from that? You didn't. You didn't get meat from the can of asparagus. You just got stats. Yeah. Gosh. I remember the first time we put in, like, your familiar searches for meat on your slain foe, and people were really freaked out, because that was the first time we had suggested that you were killing people. Yeah, I mean, we play pretty fast and loose. I mean, you know, the the ghoul whelp feasts on the corpse. Right. But, I mean, that was like, that went in when there was so little writing in the game. Uh, I don't think it really matters. I don't know that I... It's weird. You know, you say story isn't a big part of the kingdom. I kind of feel the same way. I don't think of this as a game with a lot of story, but the stuff that you do is totally story. You write a lot of stuff that is story, that is like, you know, when you write a quest, it has like an arc. When I write a quest, it's like a series of tasks to perform, and there is maybe... But what is an arc but a series of tasks? Well, okay. Uh, What is an arc but the inverse of a tangent? I have no idea if that's actually what arc means, but... um, I mean, I feel like it's... There are little story arcs in the game, but if you start expecting everything to hang together, then maybe it doesn't do so so well, and that's not really what we're going for. Sure. I mean, the reason that we can write stuff so fast and produce new stuff so fast is because we don't have to sort of fact-check everything against everything else. Oh, man, did you hear that Disney was like, fuck the extended universe? 
like Star Wars canon consists of the Star Wars movies and television shows, and that's it. Aren't they having a like Council of Nicaea to figure out what's canon and what's not, or has that already happened? Oh, I don't know. I just read today that they've discarded the EU. Hmm. They're just like, screw you with your stupid euros. <laughs> they've discarded their Wii U's as well. No. I mean, essentially because it would be crazy to try to take all of the ridiculous shit that had been written post-Jedi into account yeah. in making a new movie. Still cautiously optimistic about that franchise. History will probably yeah, I mean, prove there me a fool in this would, and everything else. But If there was one thing that you could do to get me excited about Star Wars again, it would be to take George Lucas away from mm-hmm. it. And add some Jaggy Brands. I don't know about putting the J.J. Abrams in charge of it. He's alright. I would like it if they didn't let the dipshits who are writing the Star Trek movies write that. Because they're not very good at writing things. You don't think? No, I like... I really like the first Star Trek movie, (laughs) and after watching it like 30 times, came to realize that I like the characters and the way they interact and the story is just retarded and then in the second one it was even more so this just plot kind of taking nonsensical twists and then turning back on itself in dumb ways and yeah they cured death and i mean i guess the and it's those two guys like everything every script that those two guys have written has just had that not giving a shit if your plot makes any sense what, what else have they done uh, the couple of Transformers movies, the Kurtzman and Orsi, they, and Lost, they did some Lost. Let's see, Soul is all right. Hey, Jack, I'm enjoying Crimbo as usual, even though it's incredibly challenging to get all the items. Well, yeah, it was meant to be. Uh, knowing by what you've said in the past, I can see this is intentional, and I'm getting by just about. One, the storyline involving the foreshadows mi- foreshadowed mime still doesn't seem done. Is there some chance we might see them return one day? Just a hint is all I'm asking. Yeah, I, I imagine. Um, we always leave some little narrative hooks out there. Yeah, you know, for the story that is an important part of the Kingdom of Loathing video game. Uh, yeah. Two, I was wondering if you'd consider adding a chat channel where people could talk about video games. I've had some pretty good conversations about gaming in the public channels, but I feel like I'm intruding on what the channel is really supposed to be about. There's a slash games channel, but it's all about anti-raffles and stuff like that, not the kind of games I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reason that I am reluctant to do that is because, the, like... It isn't that the public channels are explicitly not about video games. Like, you shouldn't feel like you're intruding if you are in a channel having a conversation with a bunch of other people in that channel about video games, right? right. Like, there, you know, there aren't, there aren't channels for any of the specific things that people are talking about in normal or whatever, right? So, that seems, that seems like a weird... I mean, granted, like... Video games are a thing that obviously everyone playing is at least kind of interested in. You know, so yeah. it's like a get like, you know, English literacy channel. Like But yeah, I mean I I I think that maybe what I what I would do is just say, don't just go ahead and talk about video games wherever you want, bro. And if anybody tells you you're not supposed to be talking about video games there, say uh, I don't know what to, I don't know how to finish that sentence. Yeah, that that is exactly what you should say. Yeah, say I don't know how to finish that sentence, douche. Uh, thanks for int- uh, creating an interesting crimbo. Part of me would like to for to have been more easy, and the items to have been more plentiful, but I'm still enjoying it. Yeah, I maintain that 
it was possible for you to get everything that you wanted. I maintain that. Starwood says, quick actions like Saucy Sav don't work against stun-resistant monsters. Intended seems kind of mean since you're familiar and such like don't trigger. Yeah, that was because those quick actions worked on the exact same mechanism that all of the other things that became uh, uh, resistible when stagger resistance became a thing. Yeah. The trouble is, because there were only a couple of those, it's not like there was a system for quick actions, and so there's not, like, there's not some thing to really hook into on them. Um, is there anything other than Saucy Sav that works like that? I don't even know. Florin writes, hi, Jacob Scully. Have you listened to any of NPR's tiny NPR Music's tiny desk concerts? They have a They Might Be Giants performance and a very eclectic collection of other performers. They're worth checking out. And then links to it. Is that a thing that you know about? I have. They're neat. I've only watched a couple of them. The They Might Be Giants one is Cloisonne, and it's a better recording than the one on the album. So, yeah, really cool. Tiny room, tiny people playing tiny music. Uh, Little Lollygag says, The Warbear procedural hilarity drones are probably one of my favorite things about this crimbo. Every time I receive one, I laugh, and I love sending them to share the giggles. They have no auto-sell value or use in run. Could they be free pulls so that once I ascend hardcore again after the Christmas season, I'll be able to continue sending them? You know, I almost... I went to do that, and then I realized that the problem is that they eventually break and turn into a bunch of who's-its, and we didn't want that to be a thing that somebody could abuse and send back and forth and just give themselves a bunch of them in run, although I don't know what you would do with them. At this point, right. it's like maybe that's just not an issue. Um, you know what? Screw it. Somebody figures out a way to abuse this. We will fix it. Procedura. <coughs> Warbear procedural hilarity drone is now a free pull from Hanks. Wow. Something dramatically changed about the way that Chrome renders a lot of real basic form elements because this spindler looks entirely different than I am used to it looking. wonder what that's all about. The checkboxes have like weird beveled edges like they, they, they've got that sort of like iOS 6 era Apple icon treatment. Hmm. Weird I don't think I've noticed that on my end. I mean, I feel like I did not notice it this morning, and I noticed it this afternoon. This evening. This evening. Mm. Um, so yes, little lollygagged. There you go, with free pulls on those things. Wax says, could you please remove the Miz accessory from Mr. Store? All it does right now is trip up new players. Like, no, it fucking doesn't, unless you can find any new player that has been tripped up by it. Like, this is this is just the kind of, like... Just diarrhea spray opinionating that drives me fucking crazy about the internet. Like, I understand that there is this theoretical person who gets them as accessory because they think that it's just a way for them to waste some time in the process of buying something for Mr. Store, but I don't believe that that's ever actually happened to anyone. And until anyone says that it happened to them then I'm going to continue to believe that it has never happened to anyone. And what you're doing is just trying to find something to complain about, so making up a problem so that you can complain about the problem. That is what I think is happening here. 
Now, maybe I'm just an asshole. What do you think, Mr. Skullhead? Do you think that I'm just an asshole? I would rather answer the question that uh, I don't think that there are people who are being super confused by that because I think it's the people who have been around for a long time and are used to it and who can now look at it and go, oh, wait a minute, that's kind of a jack that that is the same as a Mr. Accessory except can't be used to buy stuff in store. I just worry that any change that I made to it, because I think about this every once in a while, like, you know, maybe Ms. Accessory could be like, I mean, so it could be like a hilarious joke, like, it's plus 20 to all your stats, but minus 50% meat drops, because am I right? Right, but I mean, just making it something different and offering like a a period to trade them back in, I think no matter what I did, that would actually, like, actually upset some people, Right. And so by doing yeah. nothing, I think that no one will continue to be upset about it. Rather, we will continue to have a situation in which no one is upset about it. Um, anyway, sorry for the vitriol there, Whack, but I just, I never, ever hear that complaint from anyone to whom it would be even the slightest bit relevant, which is why it is extremely difficult for me to take it seriously. Um... He continues, uh, hey, I want to do some leaderboard runs for Class Act 2, but apparently that requires Crimbo, which is basically over, so no more Warbear food slash booze. This is me whining, not a question. Yeah. I think that was probably inevitable. You know, we haven't... We haven't dealt with that meaningfully in in the other Crimbos during which there have been challenge paths, and I think it's just, like... Locking people in that challenge path out of the Crimbo Cafe would be like so much more of a dick move than than locking them out of Feast of Boris that I think I think the Crimbo challenge path just has to be kind of compromised by its nature. Yeah. Smith's Tome is really cool. Thank you for a cool item. Well, thank you for supporting us by buying that cool item. Mm, man. You know, I told this story on the on the Thursday show, but I will tell you this story because I thought it was pretty funny, and it led me to believe that my uh, I was going to say my dentist it wasn't my dentist; it was the barber. It was a cool guy. There was a, a Smith song came on while I was getting my hair cut, and there's the ending refrain of the Smith song is is Morrissey singing. It was a good lay, good lay. It was a good lay, good lay, and he started singing along. The barber did, except he sang. It was a Gutenberg, Gutenberg. Did you know this is a song about Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> <laughs> that seems like the kind of joke that is tailor-made to Dwight. Yeah, exactly. I was like, okay, we're friends now. <laughs> like, I know you. Like, even if even if you just figured out that that would be the perfect joke to make to me in an effort to get a better tip, like, yeah, whatever, I'll take it. You earned it. Haircuts, man. Yeah. Are you jealous? You jelly, bro. Yeah, I'm getting haircuts. Yeah. No, I, d- I doubt if you are. It's I, not. I rather enjoy not, not having, having to deal with it. Yeah, you know, I got. I had to get that mole removed on my head because I was like, man, if I'm going places where dudes are just going to be dragging a comb across my head and constantly causing geysers of blood to spray out of my scalp, um, I should probably do some work to make that stop happening. Because that happened, and it was awful. Man, you bleed a lot. Man, you bleed a lot when you cut your scalp. Scalp. Yeah, your scalp is just like a thin layer of skin over a thick layer of yeah, blood. Just like a just like a blood bubble protecting your brain. Mm-hmm. That's what the blood-brain barrier is. 
Putty Buddy says, oh man, that's a good name too. What is the relationship between Warbears and Whatsians? I'm gonna guess none. Why would there be? Am I well, missing there's something? Who, they have Whozits and there's Whatsians. I don't know. Oh, oh okay. who's oh is that I would Doctor say that Who's it? Okay. We have just we have Who's It's and Watsians galore. You want thinking about Bobs? Well, we got twenty. What's that from? But who cares? No big deal. I want more. Oh, is that the is that Sorry. the things that Ariel no is because uh, Ariel has all those uh, artifacts from the surface world. But it's yeah. just it's just not the same as getting plowed by by a by a hard bodied young prince. You know, like back when Prince was still young and virile, and when he was still—I think his body Prince. is still appreciably hard. You, you think? You think Prince still has a hard body? Yeah, I, I doubt he's got a like a. Paunch. I feel like he's getting frail. Is the thing like I like he's mm. he's become he has become Mister Glass from Unbreakable. He already had the hair. Yeah. Uh, Blue Scream says, "When was the most recent Bugfinder Blade given out, and why?" Uh, actually, to Cannon Fire for discovering the trivial infinite meat bug uh, inherent in the carelessly coded warbear bank by doing a bunch of casual runs to see what happens at the end of the... Like, that would have been a fucking nightmare if he hadn't found that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was the most recent one. Wax says, how many people use the flea market? Uh, I don't know. If, if Chris Moyer was here, he would be able to check some logs, do some magic, and tell you. I probably could if I had my shit together or and or my act. Do you think that having your act together and having your shit together necessarily imply having your act and your shit together? Because I feel like you probably shouldn't use the same container for act and shit, especially if it's act mouthwash. Is that still a kind of mouthwash that they sell? I'm going to pretend so for the purpose of that okay. joke. Um, hmm. I remember liking act as a kid, but my mom would never buy it, and I don't know why. It was like there was something about it that made it maybe not a good value it had that Mm. cool thing where there was like the dispenser bottle you know you would squeeze it and it would fill up a little globe on top which was the amount of a dose yeah according to them and i just thought that was really cool and also it tasted really good unlike listerine which was like torture poison yeah, it was always weird going to my grandparents' house because they their mouthwash was like we had the mint we had scope because there wasn't mint listerine yet. This story is going to turn into tying an onion on my belt like we did in the fashion sure, back then. Yeah. But my grandparents had the listerine that was the only listerine that there was at that point, which just tastes like medicine mm-hmm. and kind of defeats the purpose of mouthwash in general. Because, like, mouthwash is supposed to be your breath enhancer, right? Yeah. I mean, I think Listerine was... Listerine trades on the idea that killing the bacteria in your mouth will get rid of your bad breath. But, like, my doctor sort of explicitly said, you, you're you just wasting money by using... Like, by using mouthwash in general. Like, it has no medical effect at all. Like, it will kill those and bacteria, the but they'll be back, they'll be back a mouth, minute right. later. Although, I mean... And the alcohol dries out your mouth, and having a dry mouth can give you bad breath. Yeah. I mean, it does... Like, I use Listerine every once in a while because it just makes me feel better. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, my yeah, mouth is all... Thing, like, my it hurts a little bit. Gummy. So I'm gonna like... pour some astringent shit into it and swish it around and make it feel clean. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Anyway, yeah. 
get your act together, get your shit together. And that's how that story started. Linguini Lad says, why is it when I use my trouser fragments, helm fragments, and accoutrements chunks, I don't get discoveries added? Well, because we didn't want people to feel that they were robbed of the discoveries that they didn't get when we knew that there would be people who might want all of those discoveries even though they didn't care about the actual gear because you there wasn't enough time in Crimbo to get all of the gear out of one uh, batch of machines. And so it was like, eh, let's just have these not do discoveries because then that's friendly to them. But, of course, anything that is friendly to one group of players will be a thing that another group of players find something to complain about. You know, I mean, I'm not, like, I'm not saying that to be shitty. I'm just saying that because it is true. You know, there are a lot of different reasons that people play this game, and there are a lot of different ways in which people play this game, and there are going to be things that are just necessarily not for a fragment of the population, and they're going to disagree with the decisions that we make, you know, because... They are, you know, like we'll do something that is not fun and designed to be not fun. Um, Buy Me Around says, with the massive amount of new items and content being added to the game, isn't it about time we got some extra display case shelves, please? I, you know, that's probably not that hard to make, actually. Not that hard to change. And this is the second time. This is the second time in like an hour somebody's asked for this, even though those were separated in time by like two weeks. Those questions. It's all the same to us. Just like it's all the same to Lemmy from Motorhead. Yep. He wins some and he loses some. And it's all the same to Bon Jovi as well. Yeah, it's always the same. Although, although he admits that the names will change. Yeah, I mean, it's always the same to Phil Collins, but but at least he feels that it's a shame. Yeah, that's all. Uh, Dry Hat says, congratulations and thanks for another great Crimbo. Next Crimbo is Oyster Egg Day. Can't wait. Ugh, jeez. Um, <laughs> what the? F- All right. Well, I already had. Do we already have two rival factions that are happening? So, no. Throw in the <laughs> throw in the oyster yeah. eggs. Why not? I I have. I had a I had a plan for Crimbo on the back burner. If if you didn't get to feel in something, and then I and I think I said, all right. Well, I'm going to do mine next year. So yeah, yeah. That's going to fuck all to do with Oyster Day. Thanks for ruining my. Christmas an entire year in advance, Dry Had. Yeah, I mean, we can figure something out. Those oyster eggs are a relic. Yeah, I think they're fine for what they are. Yeah, that's probably true. Getting sleepy. Ah, we now have a big backlog of questions like we did back in the uh, radio bugbear days, so we could call it if you felt like calling it. I am getting pretty fucking hungry. I. Yeah, you know I'm okay with that. I, I've been. It's not about the yawning though. Like I've I've been yawning for half for like half an hour now. It's not about the yawning. It's, it's about the yawning stimulation you want to receive. Yeah, it's about wanting to listen to some yawning. <laughs> the Dyson yawning breeze. <laughs> <laughs> so refreshing. <laughs> okay. Well. I still think about and wish that it were funnier that we were talking about Kingdom of Loathing and then Lingdom of Coathing, which somehow turned into Lingdom of Coding, mm-hmm. which was just smacking your dick against the keyboard and seeing what came out mm-hmm. of the Probably keyboard. Probably semen, yeah. Uh, it's a- yeah, I'm guessing. That would be weird, man, if you managed to just hit those letters in sequence. Uh, yeah, but I mean, not you know, there, you could do it. 
It's a skill that you can learn, uh-huh. at least. Yeah, it, it helps if you have prehensile balls, which you do. Yeah, I mean, that's just evolution. Uh, do we oh, have man. any word your, on Your balls could cup year, themselves, you? Mr. Skull. Yeah. And then you wouldn't, you would no longer be able to say, come on, they're not going to cup themselves. Oh, fuck. Like, why? Why, why did, did I get that upgrade? That? Yep. Hmm. Um, do you want to answer Lady Curie's question? or uh, Lady Curie is just asking for con dates, and I don't know any more than I did the last time this was out. I, under, I understand that it is incumbent upon us to make some decisions about this, and I really apologize for not doing it. Um, we are just so behind the eight ball on this item of the year shit, and uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make good on my promise of the 14th. Um, it really depends on how tomorrow goes. I keep having these days where I'm like, all right, I got a shitload done. We're on track. And then I just like today I was like, wow, fuck. I keep getting a shitload done. And like the finish line is not any closer. Um, It is that classic. We forgot about how this game development works. Because you're like, oh, shit. All we have to do is these like four things. And like, oh, those four things need to have all of this stuff in them, too. And oh, if we put that in, then it's got to have this. And. Yeah, the stacks. The stacks of stuff. Yep, yep, yep. The workflow, that's the same for everything. Yeah, but, it's uh, just, like, I don't know. It's it's just this, like, sort of classic constant error. I mean, the thing is, during the time when we should have been working on this, what we were doing was, like, a thousand other awesome things and getting a shitload done, and I think it was worth it to not lose that momentum. You know? Yeah. Like, the last... The last quarter of, of 2013 was... Why am I even thinking about it like that? I mean, it's like... It, yeah. it, was, it was because there was this weird dividing line, right? Like, I was in... Like, October was crazy, crazy productive. No, no, no. Uh, August was crazy productive. And then September, went home to Phoenix for an entire month, just dealt with fucking logistics and everything, and then got back here, and it was just like, all right, I'm on a tear of getting shit done, and it was great. And that was the time that I should have been bound up doing the shit that I'm doing now. Um, and I just didn't do it because it was like just the, the the clearest example of productive procrastination in a long time. Anyway, uh, I hope I hope that we can get that shit out tomorrow, which will be today by the time you hear this, dear listener. I will be I will be on task. Have you got stuff? Yeah, I don't. I think in, I think Hot Stuff's got some stuff for you, but I think I'm pretty much done with you um, for for the parts of it that I'm working on. So, yeah. That's cool, though. We're all here. We were all here today. It was great. Everybody was like, work, work, work. And it was all, I was all, yay. Then I was all, I got to pee. And then I went and got up and peed. And then I was like, yay, everybody's still working. Yay. Uh, actually, when you got up and peed, I got up and stopped working until you came back. Oh, so that's why there was only one set of footprints in the toilet. <laughs> in the toilet? Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, there were only one set of footprints in the kitty litter. All right, I think that's going to do it. Muses Christ was carrying you. Uh, yep, we'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening. I'm Mr. Skullhead, and I'm leaving. I'm Jake, and I'm already gone. <laughs>